Clytus, I'm bored. What plaything can you offer me today? An obscure body in the SK system, Your Majesty. The inhabitants refer to it as the Ron Perti Show. Welcome to the Ron Perti Show. This week I'm going to be introducing somebody new to the whole the organization, the family, if it, as it were, but there is no mob. Remember, it's just something made up for the TV and the movies. There is no such thing as a mob. I mean, I don't know. I got nothing. But uh, before we get into anything else, I want to introduce my new co-host, ladies and gentlemen, the queen of Fortnite and Monopoly. That's right, Allison Barrera. Allison, thank you so much for, for joining sure. me on this horrible journey. <laughs> Uh, no, thank you so much for having me. Hey, everybody. Uh, so now uh, she, we're, we're hitting you from two fronts here because I'm cold as hell, and she's probably nice and comfortable at like maybe seventy degrees. I'm actually cold. <laughs> Don't get no. How are you cold? How are you cold? I have like five. I'm in my house with like sweatpants on, slippers. Like I had a sweater a little bit ago. Uh... It's pretty chilly actually for for maui right now well okay let me let me throw this at you then i am currently sitting in about six inches of snow and the temperature (laughs) right now i have to look this up because i'm always i'm always scared to look at it because i just it makes me makes my bones hurt is a balmy 13 degrees so i mean if you want to (laughs) trade i am more than willing snow I love the snow, but whatever. Not, not this. Cool. No, I can't get out of my driveway. Yeah, I can't but, get out of my I mean, driveway. It's a it's little horrible. chilly for me. I'm like, I'm not going in my pool or doing anything like that right Ooh, now. I'm not going in my pool, but you can put your feet in it and be like, oh, this is this is this is nice. This is nice. <laughs> I went swimming. I'm like, no. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, so, have you had a good weekend? I um yeah I didn't do anything yesterday I I did what moms dream of doing and that's absolutely nothing I laid in bed all day and let my kids eat crap Hey I that's made what one you do meal in the afternoon because they felt guilt you know that hey, mom guilt That's you mom Hey you know what I love even more is dad guilt because dad's always the good guy And then when they do something <laughs> wrong and they mess over with mess dad over then they're just like then they feel really bad and that's when you really get them to do stuff yeah, but what it's opposite when it's mom. So. I don't have but kids, I, so I don't know. I'm back on track today, so. There you go. There you go. I had a pretty eventful last couple of days. Uh, as you know, I had to go to the emergency room because um, for some reason my, my right side of my face just swelled up like a balloon, Ooh. and it was super painful, and I huh. wasn't about to drive. Because every time I drive my Jeep, it overheats, just going around the corner to the store. So I had to take a, a lift at 3 o'clock in the morning, and there were no lifts around. And I hate taking Uber because they charge you like way more than they say they're going to now. It's like they changed everything up so there's like extra fees and all this other kind of stuff. So when they quote you I don't it like Uber. I'm not a fan of Uber. Like I wouldn't take them. I've taken them one time and honestly, like if someone's gonna murder you, it's gonna happen in an Uber. It's not gonna happen in a taxi that's yellow with a big bright light on the top. But... Oh, exactly. And Lyft not so much either because Lyft has a big a lot of Lyft drivers like to show off that they're Lyft drivers and they have that big bright thing in the middle in the front of their car that says, Hey, look at me, I'm supplementing my income. Um well, they don't have that here, so we don't Oh, you don't, don't have Lyft? Yeah. Oh, I don't wow. think we have Lyft. Oh man! Well, that's like you guys have probably have um, like Grubhub and Postmates and stuff. No, no, we don't have that either. We don't have it either. We have DoorDash, so that's always fun. 
And there's tons we of. We might have like one, but I think it's probably really expensive. Oh yeah, it's totally very. It's very expensive. Like delivery is like four dollars, and plus you're you you're almost obligated to tip because they they put the tip on the thing already. And they're just like, so you sure you want to tip this, or do you want to tip less? You like, it's almost like there's so a big is, sign showing up that says "cheapskate." Is it customary to take an Uber uh, or a Lyft to the hospital, like in the event that you're dying, like as an Uber or Lyft driver? Just check it. Well, I mean, I, I, I mean, if you don't, if it's not like if you're not bleeding out, I suppose you don't call an ambulance. Yeah, if, you, like, yeah. It's almost like you want to. It's almost like you want to go into labor in a lift or an Uber just to kind of make their life a living hell. You know, just be so like, this is what I go through every day. Drive, after an Uber drive, what was the wait time at an ER these oh, days? I mean, I the didn't last even, time I went to an ER, it was like nine hours, I think. I didn't even get to. I haven't even finished the best part about the Uber thing. I, I there's no lifts anywhere. There's no nobody driving at three o'clock in the morning, and you figure this is a Friday night, so people would definitely be out after bar, you know, so they would want to get make some money. No lift, so I have to download Uber, take Uber, and they they charge they say they're gonna charge you thirteen dollars from my house to the hospital. And it ends up costing twenty three because there's like fees that they add on. It's like, oh great, what if I didn't have that in my account and I was just scraping by uh, well, then, then I, if that's the case, I'd be walking to the hospital. But um, so I get I get in this guy's. It's a huge Nissan like truck thing, and it's super comfortable. And it's the one time ever I get into the back seat of somebody's car. I don't have to push the seat forward because I don't know if you know this. I'm I'm a kind of a tall guy. I'm six foot three, so it's a, t- a little tough for me to get in and out of the back seat of anybody's car. And that's the thing is I don't want people. I want Uber and Lyft drivers around the world to know this. If I get into your vehicle. If I go into the back seat, it's not that I don't want to sit up in the front with you uh, there, Connie. And I'm singling out a, a, a Lyft driver right now. Uh, she I, I, she pulls up and she opens the front door like, hey, you can come sit with me. I'm like, no, I don't I don't know you. And I'm not. And, and, and she and she was one of those people. And this is not me. Oh, this is going to get. Oh. oh yeah, she puts her arm around you like, "Hey, so uh, how's it going?" She was an older lady, and she was drinking a clear liquid out of a tea bottle, so I can only imagine it was vodka. Uh, I've had her before, and she made her made sure to shake my hand and introduce herself, like, "Oh, okay." And then she had man hands, okay. And when you see this woman, you're like, "Okay, all right." Now I am all for people going through the, the change and the transition. If that's your thing, that's fine, but. This was a sloppy job. This doctor must have been in a back alley somewhere. She sounds like, um, you know, that movie Monster. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I thought I was getting into the car with, uh, with, uh, with, I, I can't remember her name now. I forgot her name, the actress's name now, because she did such a good job. Um, yeah, Charlize. Charlize Theron, yes. Yes. Yeah. And it's weird to see her in those commercials where she's walking in the gold dress, like for oh, chocolate or whatever. Let me tell you, that movie's terrified me. Uh, uh, you? She killed guys. <laughs> so you can imagine that that's like her cousin, like maybe her third maybe, cousin. Maybe her third cousin who used to be called called Carl, and now she's they're going by Connie. I don't know. Sure. And so uh, if I get into the back seat and I don't try to get in the front seat with you, it's not that I don't like you because I don't know you. And I'll be honest, I don't trust you. And it's not uh, anything against your character. It's just a self-preservation thing. Right. You know, and this guy was totally cool with me getting in the back seat and we're driving along in this big old 
big old truck and and it was nice and comfortable and and the ride was good and it smelled like uh like uh somebody let some THC loose in the in the exhaust and um and he was playing some reggae which was obviously a Pandora station because there was some ad for something that popped up right after Ziggy Marley um and the only reason I know Ziggy Marley is because of Shaggy our 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 faithful producer uh when he was uh, well because he was on Q103 for so long and that's when I met Shaggy was on Q103 and that's yeah. how yeah so that was a, that was a long time ago and we're so we're people out here for sure yeah and so that so he was really cool though and we were talking and we were we were talking smack about Trump which would be a segue into something in a minute um and uh he dropped me off and uh I the wait time wasn't that bad they took me right back cuz they were pretty dead uh, uh-huh. and I was in the room before a nurse saw me for about maybe 10 minutes I maybe mm-hmm. watched half an episode of South Park, and it was uh-huh. the one where they ate uh, Eric Roberts in the day after tomorrow uh, ripoff. <laughs> uh, so I was like, I was laughing, but it hurts so bad because all my right side of my face is all just swollen. And they have a a, a, a physician's assistant. I don't even get to see a doctor, which is great. Uh, but that's whatever. That is what it is. Uh, I have a yeah. friend. I have a friend who's a nurse practitioner, and when I have problems, yeah, it's like I'm sorry, but can I talk to the person who went to eight years of school and have them look at me? I'm so. I mean, I know that nurses run the place, but I have a friend who's a nurse practitioner, and she has given me nothing but good advice about everything. So it's almost like why well, even go to the doctor? I'll just text her and be like, "Is this look like a rash?" And just start sending her pics of bad parts of my body. Um, but then they give me uh, now for those that don't know. Uh, and if you don't know, you haven't been listening. Um, this is the thirteenth year that I'm sober. I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm a sober I'm sober as a judge. Okay, that's not a good good thing now to say. Sober as a politician. No, they're usually pretty drunk too. You have to be in today's society. Um, but I'm sober, and that's that's the important thing. So the pain was so bad that I took the pain pills that they gave me, and I'm thinking, oh god, I just broke my sobriety. But then my friend was like, nah, it was prescribed to you. It's a little different, you know. I'm like, okay, but the lowest pain pill like dosage that there is it was uh tramadol uh-huh. which is like nothing it was like 50 milligrams that was it. it was nothing and i took three of them and i started feeling really bad and then up came the tacos i had for dinner like my soft shell tacos they came up they didn't even go out the bottom end it's like please go out the bottom end because then i can at least read while it's going on you know I, that's why I buy certain books at Barnes and Noble because they're they're bathroom fodder, and uh, so we're just you know and so that happened. So she told me, my nurse practitioner friend, that uh, just you know don't take the tramadol anymore, just take ibuprofen, and that's what I've been doing. And the swelling has gone down, and and we're here to to do this lovely show for you. People. And you can always like go lay down in the front yard and like lay on the ice. Now, uh, you know what? I don't think that's a, such a good idea because we have a rabbit that lives underneath our ramp. And oh. I don't, and he's, he's totally cool. He runs whenever he sees us because, you know, he's a rabbit, but he could look at me as like a big meal. And I don't know if you saw this, but over in England or not England, but there's some country in Europe, there's carnivorous rabbits. Really? Yeah. I saw my friend Are sent me a video. Him? Yeah. My friend sent me a video of a rabbit, um, eating a, a deer, like a dead deer was laying there and a rabbit was eating it. Okay. Well that. That doesn't shock me, but I mean, if you would have said like the rabbit was eating like his neighbor. Well, I mean, if I walk outside and I see the rabbit eating my neighbor, I'm just going to be like, okay, bugs, you keep eating. I'm going to go take that snowplow. 
or your neighbor's dog. You're like, uh. <laughs> yeah, that would be a little weird. I feel bad for the dog then, not so much for the neighbor. But because uh, then while they're grieving, I'd go take their snowplow. But because, um, uh. yeah, it's yeah. But there's a lot of snow. But speaking of idiots, let's uh, why don't you go ahead and tell everybody what we're going to talk about here with these these morons in D.C.? Well, we're going to talk about some students from um, Covington Catholic High School, which I would be, I'm, I'm personally shocked that it's a, ca- well. You shouldn't be too I shocked. I would say that it was person. I was shocked it was a Catholic school, but that's like a dumb statement today. It really <laughs> is, especially when you see what state it's in. Catholic, yeah. Can be shocked by the Catholic Church. Um, but these uh, students apparently, and I mean, you can elaborate more, but they were in Washington, D.C., and they were kind of heckling um, a man who uh, is a Native American Indian and also a veteran. Yep, with, Vietnam. With definitely two strikes and a senior citizen. So that's oh, the they just... Well, and then the killer thing is they were there for the March for Life rally. I just wow. a little digging and I found that out. And it's like, oh, well, that just makes you complete tool bags. You know, right? and these these people are there and they're mocking this man and his heritage. Perhaps they don't realize that we're all here because we killed his people and took their land. OK, <laughs> right. They have. I, th- I really think that if a Native American kills a white person, even today, there's got to be some law in the books. that's like, well, I mean, they kind of get a slide. Right. You right. Know? And I mean, in my part of the country, they got full Native American places where they're gated off and you can't even go in there, you know? Oh, yeah. They got them all over the place. My uh, 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 guy I know is um, uh, married to a woman who's part of one of the tribes that has a casino here. So every once in a while, they'll get a check. Like that. Yeah, they'll get a, mm-hmm. they'll get a check for a, like profit sharing. And it's like, oh, well, uh, can I can I do that 23 in me and find out if I can get a check, too? But well, means... you know, the thing is, is um, them heckling uh, a, a Native American is, is super bad. I mean, it's equally as bad to heckling an African-American or a Hispanic or any other culture. But um, it's just sad because we as parents are just really failing our young people because our young our kids aren't born with racism and like with a thought process like this no they're not yeah exactly it's it's racism is learned it's not bred into you it totally plays into that that uh nurture versus nature thing the excuse like well i was with my friends and everyone was doing it you're like well then walk away walk away Yeah, I just I would did not participate in that. That if that, you if you, you don't know? feel if you don't feel comfortable with something, you are entitled to walk away. It's a free country. But like the people in Charlottesville, these dumb dumbs, and I'm trying to hold back my 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 words so much because I don't want to get a, a call from Shaggy saying, "Yeah, the FCC is not happy with you right now." I'm like, yeah, what's new? <laughs> um. <laughs> So uh, these these idiots, just like the people in Charlottesville, their face is plastered yeah. everywhere. It's like, do you want your parents to feel shame? But by them wearing these MAGA hats, it's like their parents obviously had to teach them teach them to wear that hat. So I don't, how much shame are they actually bringing their family? Well, and the fact that they took the time to like come up with the idea to do it, and then they calculated going out and purchasing the items and the, taking the time to even make a hat. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's well, remember now, remember now, 
uh, the hat is red. It's there's hatred behind it. See, you put the words together. Ah, smart. Yeah, Trump's not Trump's not as stupid as people make him out to be. Well, yes, he is. Who am I kidding? I'm trying to, I'm trying to say that this country was overtaken by a supervillain, but it was a nincompoop. I just can't. I just. Uh, but no, these people now. Where? Okay, now you have a bunch of information. If people would like to start some trouble for these people, do you not? Yeah. Um, honestly, if you guys want to get a hold of just the school, I mean, we're, we're going to go down the list because there is a chain of commands. And, and I mean, I think just, I mean, in general, for me as a podcaster, I'm a parent and I typically do podcasting about parenting. So this is a time I think that parents should definitely come out oh, yeah. and speak up with this, especially if you have a student there that wasn't involved with this. You, you know, I mean, your your school is shamed now. So um, there's a different chain of commands that you go down when you want to start getting a hold of people. You start with the principal and then the superintendent and you go from there. But we're going to give out the first off. We're going to give the school's information. Um, You're damn school's- right. At the Covington High School, and that's in Covington, Kentucky. And if you want to give them a call, they are at 859-491-2247. Hop on that horn the minute. You know what? Pause it right now and call them. Call them. And and I want you to tell them that you're ashamed of them. Tell them that they they make they make uh, America uh, 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 out to be a horrible, horrible place for people who aren't like you. Is that really the motto of your school? And is that what your school stands by? And what are you going to do about these students that represent your school? Are you going to do something about it? I wonder if this is just a diversion from the Catholic Church come into this school from now on I, right. I, believe I, it. I wonder if it's a diversion from the catholic church because they're trying to hide uh hide that a priest has been given little boy snickers bars again yeah true i mean true. It, you know. i mean why well, it works for the rest of the conservative party de- deflecting everything the shutdown is just a way to keep trump from getting uh having Mueller come after him i just you don't feel kind of greasy after you do something like that <laughs> like just as a, as the student you know oh exactly but, okay so they they call that number what's the next one down the list okay so let's call the principal next because that's also a guy that we need to directly get in contact with and his name is Robert Rowe R O W E and he can find him at rowe at um covetcatholic.org we also have the superintendent of the school his name is Mike C-I-N-E-S. Sinus, I think. Uh, I have no idea. But all I yeah. know is I hope his email box is about to get explode. Oh, well, he has a Twitter account. He has a Twitter account, everybody. Get your phones out. Okay, so you can go to Sup Mike, and uh, we'll spell out the last name. C-L-I-N-E-S. Wait, his uh, name yeah, is we'll Sup? Now. Like, Sup hey, Mike? Sup Mike. Yep, S-U-P Mike. Oh, jeez. And then, of course, um, Covington Catholic High School um, is in uh, coming. It's in Park Hills, uh, Kentucky. So that's where the town is exactly. And Covington High School belongs to a different company. And you can call them there. The Covington. Um, I don't even know how to pronounce this. It's like some long Catholic name. Eh, it's probably something can, ridiculous then. You can get their information at info at Covington. C-O-V-I-D-I-O dot org. Or you can give them a call at 859-392-1500. And they are the company that and the, the corporation that owns the Catholic Church. You know what? I um, bet you it's the, di- the, the Covington Diocese. That's oh, yeah, right. yeah. That's, no, no, it starts with an A. 
Oh, never mind then. I don't know. I just shame these people. Let them know. Now, we have more information, though, here, and, and we're, we're going to have to – we only have a couple minutes left here, and we're going to have to go to a break. But we have a little bit more information that we would like to share, and that's about the, the guy who was front and center in the video, the guy who was standing right in front of Nathan Phillips while he's – doing his his native ceremony i was at the keeper of the peace pipe or something like that i don't know exactly know what it is so if i offended anybody i apologize but we have information about the 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 dum-dum who was standing right there you know it's like why would you want your face out there for this stuff i don't get it this man he goes and he does this sacred chant all around the united states at different places and different events and it is really sacred to the native american indians it represents them just in whole and i mean it's you know i live in hawaii so i mean culturally culture is extremely important to us so i mean if it was a hawaii kid that you wouldn't even see that kid no more because their parents would be their parents would have dealt with that already you're gonna be homeschooled now yeah no that's pretty much how it would be yeah dirty lickings okay (laughs) oh geez i can only imagine how a hawaiian parent would deal with this somebody somebody would get beat Absolutely. And that's, that's, and that's the thing is, okay, I'm, I know that there's like new age parenting things, but I, I've gotten whooped by my parents a couple of times for stuff when I did something really, really bad. And I turned out okay, I guess, mm-hmm. I guess, well, um, you know, parenting is a series of uh, choices and decisions that you make. And um, I think that p- people need to take that a little bit more seriously. And even though you think that you might not um, be showing signs of uh, teaching your children racism, stereotypes and um, different comments that you make about people in general, uh, it falls back onto your kid. And then your kid goes out and they behave like this. Speak- and uh, you should be ashamed of yourself today because just as bad as the students were that did this, uh, we should be as equally pissed off as their parents. Oh, of course. Now, before we have to go to a break, why don't we go ahead and spill the beans on this idiot that decided to be front and center? What's his name and what's going on with him? Um, I don't have his name in front of me. Oh, you don't? I think I thought I sent it. Let me let me let me see if I can bring it up here. Oh, and, I, and now I had to switch over to my. Yeah. So I don't have any of my stuff open. Let me bring it up and, and, and let me be the person that. Uh, Hee hee, this is going to be fun. I love this. See, this is real radio, people. This is real radio. This is how things happen. It's just, it's so bad. You know what you think? Like, for one, how much should these people pay to send their students to this school? I I, it's, it doesn't make (laughs) any sense. It doesn't make any sense at all. I I just, I just kind of, I don't, um. But then you send your kid on a trip like a school trip, right? right? And I mean, I've done that before as a parent. I've took, uh, my kid went uh, with a tour company to Japan and New York. And so then you're like entrusting that when they're on this journey to wherever event that they're going to go to, that they're going to like behave properly or whatever. So um, I want to know who uh, the guardian was that. Uh, like a chaperone. Yeah, exactly. That, that, you know, because Ultimately, it also falls on him because he allowed them to do that. Oh yeah, definitely. Okay, so here's the boy staring at the at Nathan Phillips uh, is a senior at Covington Catholic High. His name is Michael Hodge. He's from Villa Hills, Kentucky, and he plans on attending Cincinnati State University's culinary arts program this fall. Uh, if you want to make sure that he doesn't get a chance to do such things, you can call uh, the Clifton campus of the Cincinnati State University Admissions Office, uh, and that phone number is 
861-7700. Uh, their fax number is 513-569-1562. And you can email them at admin at cincinnatistate.edu. Or you can talk to the program chair, Jeffrey Sheldon of the Culinary Arts Department. Uh, and his number is 513-569-1562. One six three seven, and his email is Jeffrey Sheldon at Cincinnati State Edu. I mean, I don't know about you, Allison, but I don't know if I want my food cooked by a horrible racist who supports Donald Trump. Yeah, I mean, um, I think that there should be some definite repercussions uh, that happen uh, after this. I'd like to hear from the students, too. I'd like to know what they think about the backlash that they got. You know what I mean? Because they know that they probably thought they were so great when it was happening. Oh, that one kid was dancing? It's like, first off, bud, this is not something you dance to. Second of all, you don't have any moves. You got no rhythm. So don't even try. Cowards now, and they're like, I wonder if they realize what they did was wrong. You I don't know, think or, so. I don't think so. I think their parents were probably like, oh, that was that was pretty funny, boys. You know what you did down there? <laughs> you know what? Let's get Shaggy to call these peaceful people because he can probably speak their language. Shaggy's really good at the, like, really smart talk. Well, it's not even a smart so, talk. We need him to speak hillabilly. And he's from North <laughs> Carolina. So we can just have him be like, you know, talking about moonshine and stuff. And we love you, Shaggy. We do. We right? do. I mean, well, I, I I say I do. I mean, Allison probably does, but I I mean, you know, what are you gonna do, right? I'm in strong like. <laughs> I'm 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 okay with you. I don't hate you. I mean, that's that's a I I mean something along those lines, right? It's it's okay, maybe. Oh, uh, joke. We got yeah, we got we got tons of jokes. <laughs> yeah, that's what that is. That's a joke. <laughs> oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. So what do we got coming up after the break? What stories we got? Uh, you know, we have a couple weird stories in um, in the news. Um, speaking of weird stories, we're going to talk about the Space Center because weird stuff happens out there. Of course it does. We're going to talk about winning the lottery. Oh, boy. We're going to talk about dudes with machetes. Oh. A couple of interesting things. And wasn't there something about a woman texting a guy a bunch of times, too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just... She's got a big yeah. smile on her face, folks. That means that, that, that this is something she might have already done. I was going to repeatedly text you during the commercial break. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm just going to keep getting texts and texts and texts and texts and texts. Oh, mercy. All right, well, we'll be right back with how not to text people. Uh, oh, boy. You listen to the Ron Pertie Show on the Pacifica Radio Network. We'll be right back. Olivia from Washington. Laid off and trying to keep our little kids from realizing that mommy and daddy haven't eaten in a while. Roger from California. I'm grateful we could afford our son's surgery. I'm nervous that now we can't really afford food. Daniel from California. Choosing whether to pay the rent or pay to fix the car to get to work doesn't leave us with much at all. Now we can't even pay for meals. Donna from Louisiana. The storm just hit, and we went from donating to the food bank to needing it. Keisha from South Carolina. I've been skipping meals so my two kids can eat, but filling up on water doesn't really work. Hunger is a story we can end. End it at feedingamerica.org. 
Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. For you, the listeners of the Ron Perti Show, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. I recommend Pedal Your Own Canoe by Nick Offerman, read by Nick Offerman. It's just amazing to hear him uh, read the book and add little things here and there. It's just fantastic. And there's just Amy Poehler's got one, Tina Fey. If you're a fan of comedy, a fan of autobiographies, definitely definitely some stuff to check out. Uh, so head over to download your free audiobook today. Go to audibletrial.com forward slash Ron Show. Again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash Ron Show for your free audiobook. No word in the English language is less convincing than probably. Are you sure we should get matching tattoos on our first date? Sure. Um, we'll probably stay together. Probably? <laughs> it's been 23 minutes since I ate. I can probably swim. Uh, you should wait 30 minutes. Mm, okay, now tell me what to do. Cannonball! Cramp! Oh, I have a cramp. I can probably hit the green from here. Probably. Can I get a mulligan? Ready to go? Hey, are you sure you're okay to drive? Yeah, I'm pretty sober. Yeah, I'm probably okay. Probably okay isn't okay, especially when it comes to drinking and driving. If you're drinking, call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Everybody, welcome back to the Ron Perti Show. I'm here with my my new co-host, Allison Barrera, and we were just talking about uh, about all this this fun mega hat wearing morons down in Kentucky. And uh, I'll be sure to um, follow up well, with this next week. We I think could do, we could actually probably just go down to the church today. It is Sunday. They're probably having three masses today. They're so probably yeah, or or one mass. And well, actually, no, because see, my my family's Polish, and when we, there's a Polish mass, when there's a Polish mass, you know, you know that they take forever. And they Do last you forever. You're the only other Polish person that I've ever met. Really? Besides myself who knows this. Yeah, I'm Polish. Oh, they take... No, I'm saying that you haven't met another person, another Polish person? It is all day long. You are there from morning until night, it seems like. it. Really, yeah, so if you ever need an alibi just in, in, on a Sunday, just say, oh, I'm Polish and I was at church. And I'm, oh, oh. Yeah, I was, yeah. And a Polish funeral? Good night. Good night. No. Yeah. Just went to <laughs> oh, gee, yeah. That's you better mark a couple days off your calendar. It's just like sitting shiva, almost. But uh, uh, so we're 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 back here, and I'm 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 so glad to have Allison with me because she can help me make heads or tails of what's going on. We got a bunch of ridiculous stuff coming up here. What's what's going on with the Dutch now and the space station? Well, you, know, you know, our space center situation. I went to I went to Florida, and I went. And I seen NASA a few years ago, and now now we got all these other different countries leading the way. And so um, there was a Dutch astronaut that happened to be up at the International Space Center, spending a year up there. His name is Andre Kupis. He's oh, uh, sure whatever. <laughs> all I heard all I heard was clogs. 
<laughs> well, uh, he was making a phone call, an international phone call. I don't know who he was calling, but he's supposed to dial 9011 and then the phone number. Oh, no. But he called 911 and it sent a direct phone call to... 911 dispatch which i can imagine the, the look on the dispatcher's face what do, like, where, where did whoa, 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 wait, 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 what what dispatch what dispatch picked it up um it looked like it was a dispatch in the netherlands oh jesus <laughs> so uh he ended up he was 60 years old and it sent an alert some 200 miles below space down to the Netherlands to the mission um, control station and also set a ping to um, the Houston uh, NASA. And so they sent him an email the next day like, hey, did you call 911? Which is a dumb email to send because if he called 911, if he was, well, who do you call if you're in an emergency? Superman? it's like it'll take us five light years to get there well i so, mean and that's the <laughs> that's like the whole point sorry. is if you go up to space and you're in the international space station and you're in trouble i'm i apologize but you're probably sol at that point i feel like any phone call should be important that you make from space like they shouldn't even say anything they're like oh he's in space like <laughs> what happened? who was he trying to call he gets a pass. I know that's what I'm wondering. Was he calling like a hotline, like, like chat line? Was he like calling his well, mom? Well, I mean, that would be hilarious. It's like, and he's like, uh, "Hello, my name is Dita. I am very lonely up at the space station. Uh, I'm looking for a nice girl to talk to." And I understand I'm doing a German accent, but I can't do a Dutch accent uh, <laughs> because I don't know anything about windmills or clogs. So leave me alone. But can you? That would be just hilarious to have him be like, uh, "I'm very lonely. Uh, the, the astronauts do not want to talk to me. Uh, I think it might be my <laughs> accent." Is he married? Does he have to, like, is his wife like, you know, I don't care if you go to the space center. You need to check in with me every day. Oh, I would hate that. I would be like, I am thousands of miles. I am thousands. Yeah. It's like, honey, today I um, I used the anti-gravitational toilet and the poop came back up and touched my my genitals. It was so yeah, I, scary. I wouldn't. Um, I would give my husband the pass of not calling me. Like, I'd be like, just call me. <laughs> Just write me. Or Call just, me when you land. Call me when you can. You know. Well, I mean, like, at, at that point, at that point, though, it's almost like, like a hall pass. I mean, if you have, if you have a, a, a significant other who's up at the international space station, do they get a pass if anything happens up there? There ain't nothing gonna happen up there. You never know because <laughs> I mean, I mean, granted, a lot of. Astronauts are dudes, but get a pass. it doesn't matter if he's underwater or above water or in space or on Earth or under Earth or in the hollow Earth. <laughs> if he's hanging out with the hobbits, yeah, he, he's he over. He's in Middle Earth. That. <laughs> oh, he, that poor guy. That poor guy. <laughs> But he will definitely get a pass not to call me like every day. I don't know. I just like who is he calling? Was he you know? Was he ordering food or that would be that would be a long? I mean, okay. When with DoorDash, those delivery charges are ridiculous as it is. So can you imagine right? having to deliver to the space station? I can just imagine the door opening and there's somebody there with a DoorDash bag, and it's like I brought you, I brought you your Taco Bell. 
You're like, wow, this is awesome. He's like, I better get a really good tip. <laughs> right? Exactly. I mean, at that instance, I'm pretty sure you don't have to feel like a stingy person when you give somebody a huge tip uh, for delivering you Taco Bell to the International Space Station. You're like, you call your friend, you're like, so I'm, in there, I'm at the International Space Center. They're like, nah, uh You're like, uh-huh, nah, uh uh-huh. You're like, what is your phone bill also? And who pays for that? Oh, like, well, we uh, pay for it. Because I'm pretty sure he came up here through through Houston. The only people that he needs to talk to is the Space Center. So if they don't have like a direct phone there that, that you could pick up and be like, hi, is this the Space Center? Right. Exactly. It's like, hi, uh, Houston. Can you your whole life? Like, uh, can I you don't sh- know. Can you shoot some Taco Bell up into a rocket or are you just going to send some freeze dried Taco Bell? Uh, can you imagine like a, a Crunchwrap Supreme being freeze dried that you just just add water to? That would be so gross. You know what? I know someone at Corporate Taco Bell. I might even shoot him that idea. I'm like, I want you guys to be the first delivery to the International Space Center. If you can do it, you talk. You talk to them and see if they make freeze dried stuff, or maybe Taco Bell is going to start um, uh, uh, start getting ready to make those meals for the soldiers, like the yeah, ready ready to eat cool. ones. Like, yeah, it's like doing delivery. Well, I mean, I don't even want to. I mean, I don't want to see a Taco Bell person or a DoorDash person get killed by their helmet coming off in space, or they're in, in Islamabad or something, and they're delivering ta- uh, 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 a gordita to somebody on the front lines. It's a different type of application that you apply for, right? right? Yeah, you have to have a passport. Advanced delivery driver. <laughs> yeah, you need a passport, and you need some sort of background check through uh, Homeland Security. And, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a lot of, it's a huge mess to, to deliver fast food to, uh, to a war zone or to the International Space Station. It's kind of a, uh, see, now I want Taco Bell, so let's move on to something. What, what else you got there? Well, speaking of Taco Bell, I know somebody that definitely has enough room um, to buy some Taco Bell. Um, it's a, a guy by the name of Abdul. This is what happened. It turns out he lives in Florida. He is a busser at a restaurant. Okay. And he's, you know, struggling like all of us are. Right. So he went down to, you know, his local liquor mart and he bought a $30 scratch off and he won 10 grand. Hey. Well, he was stoked, right? I, I would be like, happy. He's like, I got ten grand. I got ten grand right now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna go to bed. I'm gonna wake up in the morning, and I'm gonna go to the lotto department, and I'm gonna cash in on my money. So he goes home and he tells his roommates, "Yo, what's up, everybody? I just won ten grand." Ah, oh, there's I'm your first to- mistake. I'm so stoked, <laughs> right? Yeah. Wakes up in the morning. Throws his jacket on with his little lotto ticket in it. Hops on down to the local Florida lotto department. Gives them his ticket. And they're like, this ticket, this this ticket, it's not a winner. And he was like, well, yes, it is. And they were like, no, it's not. And then he was like, yes, it is. And he was like, no, it's not. And so the, he was confused. He left. About an hour later, his roommate came into the same lotto, lotto department. With the ten thousand oh, dollar ticket. Oh, see, this is how people become uh, uh, terrorists. This is how it yeah. happens. The police spokesman's name was Chris Poloff, um, and he was from the Vacville Police Department. Uh, he said, "Hey, look, we arrested this guy um, for theft. It was shame." So the guy was the um, Abdul guy was able to go back down and get his money. 
than his winnings, but you know, so there, was, the... there was a happy ending. Yeah, for one of <laughs> them lost... at least. So I mean, I wouldn't yeah. care if I lost a roommate if he took stole ten grand from me. Right. And what would you, I mean, why would you just leave it in your coat pocket? You can't, if you, you first off, your first mistake is when you walk in, be like, oh, work was okay. It was all right. You know, act, act as, as downtrodden as you possibly can. So no one suspects a thing and you don't tell them about your lottery ticket. And then when you go to bed, okay, I don't care if it makes them suspicious because you always sleep in the nude, you wear tidy whiteies to bed and you put that lottery Exactly. Your lottery ticket is going to be resting with your boys that night. You know what? It, it, it's know. got to. I think you just, you never tell anyone. I mean, you don't even tell your relatives if you win. And they, and statistically, people that win the lotto end up not that happy anyway. So if you do win the lotto, make good decisions and don't act like super bougie. You know? Well, and the thing, but that's the thing is if it's, if it's only, if it's only 10 grand. Okay, if it's only ten grand, that's not something that's going to make somebody, I think, freak out because that's enough to like catch up on bills and then be and be content. Someone that doesn't have any money would look at ten grand like a lot. Yeah, like in my early twenties when I was a mom by myself, broke, homeless. If someone would have given me ten grand, it would have been like giving me a down payment for a house. Right, right, right. Exactly. That's but I mean that's the whole thing though. Is like I mean. People like you and I, we know if we have, okay, we say that we know that we would do something smart with the 10 grand, but let's be honest. It's like, we're going on vacation. I would definitely give money to my friends. And like, I have said this from for a long time. Like if I ever won lotto and I hit it really big, there are a few people in my life that I know that have struggled that are really good people that I would definitely help out. And I mean, I feel like paying it forward is super important. So, oh, definitely. He, um, you know, gave his roommate a pass, but the cops know, sure didn't. The cops didn't, but that's their job. Well, so maybe his to... maybe his new roommate won't give him a pass. They're gonna they're gonna roll the dice and see how many days he's his girlfriend. He doesn't. Hey, so what happened with your last living situation? <laughs> right. It's like, oh well, you know, eh, things happen. But let's not think about let's not think about Abdul's roommate getting uh, uh, taken by uh, a large fella. Let's let's move yeah. on to the next story here because who boy. Yeah. So b- before we get on to our last dating story, I had to throw this one in because this guy lives down the street from this last guy that stole the lotto ticket. Oh, geez. And really, um, I think the guy Abdul should move next door to this guy. Um, his name is Brian Stewart. Uh, he lives in Florida and he was just hanging out at his house last week when his neighbors came over because they kind of heard him making a lot of noise at his oh, house. Oh, boy screaming and yelling and like music and so you know brian kind of came outside and kind of let them know that he was going to kill them with kindness oh okay but the kindness that he was going to kill him with wasn't the kind of kindness that you were thinking about he was talking about his machete <laughs> oh so okay that's I, I you know what it's best to name your weapons it's like ah, i got my i got my glock here and i named a christine Right. Well, he's 30 years old. He lives in Milton, Florida, and uh, he don't like his neighbors coming up on him and asking questions. And if I were his neighbor, I would probably not go over to his house ever again. If you hear loud noise, I am not inviting him to the Christmas party at all. He is. He is. uh -uh. A girl needs to move next door to him or maybe in with him. (laughs) Yeah. You know, he has a protector of some sort. 
Yeah, because right. that machete's a little, little. I mean, I have a machete. Don't get me wrong, but that's uh, it's more decorative than it is, you know. Right. Well, he got booked in the Santa Rosa jail um, uh, Thursday for the uh, intent to kill an av- aggravated bag- battery. And he Did he actually in- hit somebody though? He yeah, he like attacked. It. He he cut. So like the the two guys that came up to his house, like he was like, I'm gonna kill you with kindness, right? And the other guy was like protecting the other guy, and he was like, "No!" And he got a slice to the hand, about a one uh, and a half. Okay. So he ended up going to jail. He it has a ten thousand dollar bail. No one's given it to him yet, so he's still there. Abdullah should bail so, him out. Say Martin Luther King, whatever. Oh, yeah. Weekend, and all those things, and so he'll probably be there for like a week or two. Well, and Abdullah should bail him out. Yeah, he should. There you go. New best friends. And they can, and then, or you know what? He can say, I'll give you 5000 if you take care of my roommate who's in the jail with you right now. <laughs> right? If you kill I him with kindness. On a date. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's, mm, yeah. So speaking of dates, I, I heard this next one a little br- briefly. Go ahead and, and let's, let's hear it. Well, BuzzFeed dropped this story last week. A woman. <laughs> by the name of Cynthia, something or other, went on a date with a guy, um, I think it was like to Ruby Tuesdays, had a nice time, no biggie, right? Right. Goes home, text messages him 165,000 times over a 24-hour period. That, I'm, so, <laughs> so well, well, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I got to figure this out. Okay, how many times? 165,000. So okay. it probably started out with, I had a really great time tonight, and I really want to see you again. When do you want to get together? How oh come you're God. not replying? How come you're not replying? How come you're not replying? I'm going to make sushi out of your liver, and I'm going to make chopsticks out of your bones. <laughs> okay, so let's let's do the math here. Okay, so 165,000 times out of in 24 hours is 6,875 texts an hour. Let's break that down by 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 minute or by hour, by per hour so that's roughly a hundred and fi- roughly 115 texts an hour that's so let's let's continue to do the math here you can uh, do that it's that's 100, that. 115 texts an hour in my 20s i could do that trust me <laughs> oh yeah i mean we're all too we got arthritis now at this point uh hysterical when they don't get um so it's like if you're in a situation with like a creepy chick and she is text messaging you a lot and you know you're not going to go out with her again let her down gently well i don't think there's any letting this woman down and by the way it's two texts a minute that she would have to send so she must have the uh, how old is she again she is 30 years old that's not young but to see that's the thing is i'm i'm almost 40 so 30 is like a lifetime ago for me, I'm just kind of like I don't even looking for a husband. You know what? There are other ways. Use J date, okay? I mean, I haven't tried that yet. I have a bunch of other another bunch of other dating apps that I use that that don't work. Um, but you know, um, or you know, I, I, tr- I the most success I've had is on um, uh, what was it? Plenty of fish. And my mom's husband on eHarmony. There you see. I won't pay for that stuff, even though it, it's. Even though it works, it's not, not what you think. <laughs> oh, I can imagine. Well, I mean, there, there's more success. There's more success. There's more success stories than there are failure stories when it comes to the sites that you have to pay for. But when you well, got, you know, you know 
also live in a world now. It's like back in when I was trying to get married. I mean, I'm pushing 40. But like I had to be like, hi, I'm Allie. I can make a pot roast and I know how to clean your house. But nowadays you just like take a selfie. You don't have to do anything. You can you can say, I want a guy who's tall, who has brown hair, who has blue eyes, who drives a truck and has a dog. And you can literally pick him out of a needle in a haystack. Yeah, and how how ridiculous is this? And since we're on the dating kick, and I have a I have a a female co-host, which a lot of people were very happy to hear because they they were they feel like I needed somebody to ground my 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 ridiculousness. So I <laughs> I, I we're gonna do a little we're gonna play a little game here. We got a couple minutes yeah. left on the show. I am gonna go through a couple of dating profiles, and I want okay. you you to tell me whether or not just based on personality. If these are people that I should message. All right. So okay, we'll, this is going to let's find let's find Ron a woman. How about that? Anyway. So uh, I don't I don't I hate being alone no, on my birthday. The bad ones. Trust me. Oh, but let's go by. Let's go. OK. On the Plenty of Fish app. Let's go to the nearby. You know, the people okay. who are in my my area, because why should I have to drive 20 minutes? But yeah. wait, do you know your area well? Like, do you know everyone in your town? Like, no, we have like the Racine is like an eighty eighty thousand plus, and that's just the city of Racine. That count in the county, which has got another twenty or thirty thousand. Okay, let's see here. Uh, okay, this person's only a half a mile away. A half okay. a mile away. Now, see, that's the thing is, I think you would be able to tell me whether or not these people are full of BS. Tell me. Because you have you have a vagina and I do not. All right. This woman, her username is Barbergal81. Uh okay. it says not looking for short term. She's thirty seven from the Racine area. She's looking for a relationship. She's a stylist slash barber. She's five foot tall. She uh, attended some college. She has children. It doesn't say how many. Uh okay. she's looking for long term. Uh body type is average. But what's average nowadays? You know what I mean? Um her personality it's is well, we'll see. Uh, personality is class clown. Religion is Christian slash other. Okay. Well, okay. She doesn't smoke. Um, ethnicity, what? Eth- no, I was just going to say ethnicity is never an issue for me. I don't care. Uh, she's seeking okay. a male. That's good because I am one. Um, okay. This is where things get weird. Okay. All right. Do you want children? Prefer not to say. If you don't want kids, just say you don't want kids. Well, what is she, what is she saying she sounds, there? I think she's, you know what? I think that she sounds like pretty legitimate because honestly, you don't want a girl that's going to come off and be like, I'm gorgeous. And, you know, I want to have 10 kids because she doesn't want to scare them away. Oh, so maybe boy. she's open to the idea of dating someone with kids or maybe possibly thinking about it someday, but not saying no or not saying yes. Oh, maybe. boy. Yeah, I'm, I'm already going to say the no to this one because... Uh... <laughs> Do we know what you want? Like, what do you care about dating chicks with kids? No, or? that doesn't that doesn't bother me because I'm at a, at an age now where it's like, yeah, I'm pr- probably going to have to accept that that's a thing. Do you want to have a child? I mean, at some point, I have to continue the awesomeness that is my legacy. Okay, so then move along. I think that she's a good catch so far. It sounds so right, good. but then I <laughs> I have a thing. Okay. You live in Hawaii, so you're used to seeing lizards all the time. Uh, yeah. we are not lizard people here. That's why we put up with the, the wind burning our face. And it says okay. here she has two pugs, which, okay, whatever. They're not my favorite dog, but, eh, uh, a uh-huh. cat, 
which some cats I'm allergic to, and a bearded dragon. Well, she has a lot of animals. She sounds a little bit creepy. Hordy, maybe? I, I don't know. I, I love two cats, but I only have two cats because one is really old and the other one, you know what I mean? Like, right. I don't want to crowd up the house with the animal. You don't want to. I don't know if how clean her house is. Yeah, she that's. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay, so we're sorry there, Barbara Gal. A picture with a wolf on it? No, no, I didn't see that. I didn't see that. But uh, uh, let's see here. We'll do one more before we get out of here. What's this one? Uh, okay, who, who are you? That sounded really creepy. <laughs> Hi there. Um, uh, she's from Kenosha. She's 33. Now, is how, okay, I, as a woman, when does it stop being creepy for me to date younger women? And how young can I go being almost 40 without looking like, uh, like Harvey Weinstein? 30 and up. 30 and up is good. I guess you could date. Well, you know what? My husband was 30 and I was 23 when I met him. Okay. 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 Oh. Yeah. I mean, I really think age is a, di- a big thing because when I was in my early twenties, I dated guys well over 40 and 50 years old. So I don't think age is a big thing, but you don't really want to get like a super duper young, young, young girl that don't know how to do nothing. You know, you want someone that's got a little bit more established. right? Well, we'll, we'll, we'll tell the story about my, my new year's date with a, a 19 year old when I was 30 uh on a different episode but let's talk about penny lane here obviously she's a obviously obviously she's a beatles fan um she's a uh she's a she's a well she could be a stripper because she's a it says profession waitress um uh she's but here's the issues a couple issues i'm seeing here uh she likes ethnic food and i'm not a big ethnic food person uh it doesn't say it doesn't say uh but she's separated it's like, shouldn't you wait to get on a dating site until you're divorced? Yeah, I think that that's probably a good idea. But she's, you know what? Do you want a one night stand? This is a girl for you because she just needs to get back in the saddle. Yeah, because it says <laughs> wants to date, but nothing serious. That's that's code for booty call. That's code for Tinder. Tinder that right? Tinder. Let's let's swipe left, shall we? So yeah, yeah. we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna pass on this one. Um, but uh, we have a couple minutes, so I'll tell. I'll, I'll quick tell my. Uh, a quick tell my story. Um, the um, uh, the the nineteen year old uh, was yeah that was that was something you know what we better not tell that story we better not <laughs> not right now at least um, we're gonna we're gonna oh, take we're gonna what's that did you know another hot news potatoes are making a real comeback this week and everyone on social media is putting makeup on them. <sighs> The hashtag potato makeup trend. We're going to leave you with that, folks. I want you to think about potatoes, and I want you to think about what you're doing because you sound ridiculous. Uh, How cute is your potato? You're right. How cute is your potato? Think about that for a second. Uh, I want to thank you, Allison, so much for for being my co-host, and welcome to the family. You're awesome, and uh, you've been great, and I want everyone to uh, – at the end of the episode, we're going to have all the links and all the places that you need to visit for me and her. I want you to go uh, uh, take a listen to her show and any links that I may mention at the the closing. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. This has been a lot of fun. Allison, uh, I will see you next week. Oh, thank you so much. I'll see you next week. To listen to Allison Barrera's podcast, Straight Outta Motherhood, uncensored, 
head over to www.straightoutofmotherhood.com or wherever you download your favorite podcasts. To see behind-the-scenes footage and videos of Ron's daily life, head over to youtube.com forward slash Ron You can catch up on old episodes of the Ron Pertee Show at www.ron.world or wherever you download your favorite podcasts. Want to support the show? Head over to www.ron.world and find links to our PayPal and Patreon, where you can subscribe monthly for perks or make a one-time donation. Your support keeps the show going. Thank you for listening.